1: That nobody come rings on our doorbell because somebody rang up our doorbell at 5 30. Uh trick-or-treaters. It's the yeah, but it's still light outside. Like you it's can't it's even bad. see a light. Like. But I turned it off because I'm like, I just didn't expect anyone to come at they came at 5 20.
2: Yes, the world is too dangerous for trick-or-treating kids. Like, you don't be
1: knocking on the door. I don't
2: know
1: oh, that early, too. I'm like, it's 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 still light outside, and it's a whole hour later. Like Y'all looking real hard at this light because, um, anyway, well, (laughs) welcome to the Adulthood of podcast for XRX Millennials. Clearly we are older millennials and we are just, we're not out on Halloween night, so We're we're doing what? (laughs) What uh, We're supposed to be dressed up and we're supposed to be going to Red Lobster for their $20 crab legs. That's what we're supposed to be doing. Oh. So those that don't know, well, first, you know, let let's let's introduce the show. What's the name of the show, Alex? <laughs> what's the name of the show?
2: It's the Adulthood. It's the Adulthood. We are in our prime Adulthood right now. A podcast yeah. of geriatric millennials, which we are.
1: Which what, we what's are
2: above like geriatric millennial. What is?
1: I think that's it. No, we're like seasoned
2: geriatric millennials. We're like.
1: We're tenured. We're tenured. I,
2: I find myself yelling more and more at clouds, and at telling clowns? more and more kids to get off my grass. At clouds,
1: yes. Clowns or clouds?
2: Clouds.
1: Clouds. You never seen the Simpsons
2: where Grandpa would yell at the cloud?
1: <laughs> no, that's almost like wait. He clouds? used to <laughs>
2: always shake his fist and yell at the cloud.
1: Why is he yelling at the cloud?
2: He's old.
1: What did the cloud do to him? <laughs> Just,
2: the cloud represents <laughs> the cloud represents everything he doesn't like in the world. These kids, the sexy reds, the trick-or-treating.
1: Yes. I miss the, trick-or-treating. I, I know about it, Go ahead.
2: You don't miss trick-or-treating.
1: I do. I, <laughs> I miss home. I used to have a big pillowcase. I used to come home with like 300 pieces of candy, and I would never eat it all before it, like, expired, or eventually you just get thrown away, but I liked it, and I used to like dressing up. I used to like dressing up for Halloween, but, <laughs> you know, you know what I'm gonna do tonight? I'm probably gonna throw on some cat ears and put some black eyeliner on my nose and make some whiskers and wear all I can't
2: black. believe you say you miss chicken. Remember when, what year was it? When trigger or became like dangerous, we used to have PSAs on the local news, like people are putting pins in, in like psychedelic drugs in your candy.
1: So remember when it was the whole, what was it? Not glass in your candy, whatever that was, apparently that was a hoax and that started. I think it was in the early '90s. What was it? Was it a razor in your a razor in your candy, or a razor in your apple, mm-hmm. or something like that? Apparently, that was a hoax, and I read about it. I need to find the article though. But apparently, it was a hoax. So, uh, yeah, they used to scare us. So that's so the parents used to go through all of the candy. Now, however, something did happen. I did see something that there was some there was some type of candy that was tainted, and some kids did die. Yeah, there
2: was an old lady that was trying to poison kids or
1: something. That sounds like a that sounds like hand hand. A, that sounds
2: yeah, like a fairy tale. Like. Yeah, it, it do. Like Hansel and Gretel.
1: It sounds very much like that. Like the old lady in the shoe put something in your put some poison and wanted all the kids to disappear. It sounds very much like some old tale or something. I'm I like, what continue,
2: in the ground? they had a shook? They was like, we had to pour the candy out and then they would go through it and look for for like glass or razors right. or pills.
1: They sure did. I'm so glad we're past that. And, you know, we do, instead of trick-or-treating, we go out to eat. Isn't that our thing? Going out to eat? That what you do? So, that's what I do. Like, I go out to eat on Thanksgiving, I mean, Thanksgiving, on uh, Halloween. Like, last week, so last week, I went to Red Lobster, uh, which we brought up earlier. So they have this amazing deal. That is $20 on Tuesdays, $20 for crab legs. And they have now have like juicy goodness on top. So I'm like garlic, juicy goodness. And it's $20. And then they have these $10 amigos margaritas. My meal was $30 plus tip and literally nothing. And I had some good crab legs and it, yeah, it was pretty good. Honestly, shoot, I might still go tonight. I don't know. It depends on if, if the crazies are out. Cause you know, how, you know. I'm, oh, sorry, can't say that word. But yeah, you know how like Halloween gets real spooky. You know, Halloween gets spooky, but
2: that's, I, that's I, why I tell people I, uh, you you got to be bold to go out on Halloween.
1: I know, you got
2: to be I know. Real bold now. Well, I that's think I might. That's when the robbers say, is out. I sound like an old man. Yeah. That's when the robbers. It is though. The robbers. The, the people driving down the street the wrong way one year in Atlanta
0: down yeah. the highway,
2: the people breaking in cars, people with masks. Because remember, as we got older, Halloween turned from trick-or-treating to, like, running from people trying to egg you from, like, TPN houses, cars. It, it got dangerous. By the time I was, like, 12, 13.
1: I see. Where I was I see. Well, I'm just trying to go out to eat. And I think, you know, I'm going to do my, I think I'm going to do my uh, Red Lobster again. And I did my I did my lovely review last week. I was trying to get a million views, but it just didn't happen. I thought I was gonna get more views, and it's just like crickets, but I think I got like six, thousand views though, but you know oh. the other I saw it twice. I saw two people post about it, and both of their views were like a hundred two hundred thousand. So I said, oh, I'm gonna make one and then showcase an Atlanta one. I did not get a million views, but there is somebody that did get a million views on his restaurant review recently, and I did not know this man. Uh, but Alex tell us a story because you know you're the what are you the pop culture senior extraordinaire? What are you at Boston? Every
2: every week is (laughs) some different.
1: Pop culture extra
2: Keith uh, Keith Lee.
1: Keith Lee, yes, who I have never heard of before. And I Yeah, never heard of Keith Lee before this? uh, heard of before no i have not but you can tell tell us who he is because i just found out about him this weekend i guess or last late last week this weekend
2: so basically keith lee is like a he's like a mix between like a feel-good influencer and a food blogger slash food critic Mm -hmm. right so he he got really popular because people could relate to him because he's like super positive. Like he's his his criticism is very constructive. It's very, you know, makes you feel warm and fuzzy inside. Like he tells everybody like, God bless you. You know, he's very inspirational. He's very positive. He has a family. So you can root for him. And like okay. he exploded into stardom because he went to this really small group of restaurants and blew them up. Mm. Like, restaurants that nobody was really going to, restaurants that were struggling, and his reviews would get so much traction that he would have a line outside the building just from one review. So, everyone started watching his, because, you know, he's he's a little uh, quirky, I would say, because he speaks, you know, he has a monotone voice, and he does, like, his editing. He does, like, super close-ups to his face, his eyes. Mm -hmm. So, people, he's just very... He's just very relatable he's like he is like the anti-influencer
1: mm-hmm.
2: and so the one thing i think this might bother a lot of people especially lexi who's going to tell you why is he <laughs> he wasn't now this is this is probably going to be like we'll talk about this extensively and a lot of people have been talking about this he wants to be treated like everybody else right right so he has like 10 plus millions of followers on, you know, between TikTok and Instagram, but he wants to be treated like everybody else. So he'll send his wife and his family in the restaurant first
3: Mm -hmm. before he
2: gets there. And Mm -hmm. then if they get treated a certain way, he doesn't want celebrity treatment, even though he has millions of followers. Okay,
1: So So it's kind of
2: like people been debating about this. Like, how could you not want... celebrity treatment but you are a
1: celebrity so you, I have a question. I need a backstory I have a backstory question does he normally do his reviews in the car or does he do his reviews like I do my reviews where I'm actually in the restaurant you can see me I do a voiceover what is he doing is he filming inside the restaurants normally or is he getting the food and then coming back to his car and eating in his car and then telling you what his he, initial he's, from,
2: he's done both but see when he came to Atlanta he was doing that thing where he was sending his family first. Okay, I got it. Like he, okay. was, he was sending them in a restaurant to see if they could do takeout for certain restaurants. Now, other mm-hmm. restaurants, he was trying to sit down and he had, you know, issues with that. But his whole okay. thing, his whole platform is built on, I want to be treated like everybody else, which may okay. or may not be realistic at that point. Because, you know, Atlanta, right. in most major cities, it's like, we you're just not going to get treated like everybody else because you have the ability to make or break a restaurant. It's just, I don't, I don't think do that. it's, I don't know if it's, I mean. he break,
1: has to break a restaurant. Now making one for sure, like a small mom and pop, like actually after that, I found a restaurant that is down the street from me that I didn't even know existed. And apparently they've been open for like five, six months. And I didn't even know it existed. So he put me on to someplace near my house because I saw one that he did when he was here. But I can see him making places, but I don't know about breaking places. But I'm gonna get to it once you get to Once you get continue,
2: now it depends on what people consider breaking. Now, see, like right now, when he did the review that we're going to talk about Milk and Honey, the real Milk and Honey in Atlanta, it's like people, some of the staff came out and they said they were getting death threats. But see, I don't know if Milk and Honey lost any service, so I don't know if he broke the restaurant based on the a lukewarm review right but he, he right. does have a lot of power if you go from having zero customers throughout the day to having oh, a that, line wrapped around a building to me
1: uh, that for, is that's called,
2: that is the definition of influence to me
1: that is exactly influence and i hate when people call themselves influencers and i'm like who are you influencing to do what what are you influencing so I would say that that is definitely an influencer. Now, my only, you know, my only thing was, I don't know if he could break a restaurant as then they're going to shut down because he didn't, he didn't like the service. Now, that's what I'm saying. But So what did he say about the real Milk and Honey? Because I, that's what I want to get into. What did he say about his experience? A quick little overview.
2: So he said he went to Milk and Honey and the doors were open and they said they were deep cleaning at the time, right? But he said he saw people there inside. Right. Because he said basically they didn't take like to-go orders. He was trying to do to-go and he tried to get on like DoorDash and it was closed because they just wanted to get some food. So that's his whole thing. Like I just want to eat food with my family. And he tips really well. Like if Mm -hmm. the food is like $500 he'll give you like 5k. If you're like a great, if you get great service or whatever.
1: Oh wow. He has money. Oh yeah. He he got money. He, He tips.
2: So when when he walked in the restaurant, the restaurant tried to switch things up because they saw him and they were like, you know, we're not close enough off for decline Clayton. Come on in, we'll get your, we'll get your food now. Like I said, he doesn't like being treated like a celebrity, right? So he politely, respectfully declined. Okay, food because he just, in the way he says things, he says like, you know, me and you would say the truth. Like, we would just right. say what it is, but well, he'll say, like, the restaurant has unique rules that I'm not used to. That's, yes. that's a nice way to put it. They were very unique in their rules.
1: Okay.
2: <laughs> he's not, the rules are very unique because you know he talks very, like, robotic. Yeah. So he's, he's kind like, of not unique. I'm not used to that. And God bless you. Have a great day. So that's right, right. with the real milk and honey. <laughs> so real milk and honey got dragged on social media has been getting dragged and like lexi was said you know it's it's people from all over the internet that are chiming in but can they really break a restaurant if they don't even live in america i I don't know but there's been a lot of people from around the world chiming in on this about milk and honey and they live in like scotland
1: (laughs) okay i'm gonna give my little take real quick okay um, I, I got one person sent it to me and I was like, who is this man? And it's just like, oh, he's this, you know, food influencer. Or he's a reviewer, a food reviewer. So I was like, okay. Then I saw the backlash of like death to Atlanta restaurants. And finally somebody saying it. I'm like, what do you mean? Finally somebody saying it. I think everybody in Atlanta, everyone that lives in, I'm not going to say it like this, but like, if you live in any <laughs> big city, you know that customer service is not going to be great. Uh-oh. We can also get down to Black-owned restaurants, okay? Black-owned restaurants, I work with several. Sometimes they do have their little, like, you know what? We don't have that many customers today. We're going to shut down early. Even though in Yelp, Yelp we said we closed at 6, we're going to shut down at 5.30 today. Um, I think that, so to, to do a, a review of, uh, a recap of what happened, they were shutting down early. I thought that I think that was the point. They were shutting down earlier than expected. They were fulfilling the orders that had already been placed, but he wasn't able to place the order because they had cut it off on Doordash. And what they so people were still walking in and getting their food because they had previously ordered. So when he he said all these things in the video, I'm like, why is it such backlash? Like, death to Atlanta restaurants because they shut down early. Yes, that's not a great customer experience. Oh my gosh, Halloween. It's not a great customer experience. However, that is fairly normal. And I don't think that's a reason to like shut down all of Atlanta restaurants. Like I saw people doing videos like, keep is in town. You better stay open as long as you stay open until three o'clock in the morning just to serve him. They were acting like his reviews end all be all. Now, to your point, if you are a struggling restaurant or a brand new restaurant, I absolutely see the power of him coming. So yes, I would say that if you're a brand new restaurant. Now, does he have the power to like shut things down forever? I again, I just found out who this man was, but it just got really out of hand. And I've seen some pretty bad reviews of restaurants in Atlanta, but this to me is like that wasn't even bad. I was expecting like did they did somebody curse you out? Did they spit on you? Did they spit in your food? Were there roaches in there? Were there rats on the floor? I didn't hear anything like that, and I I, I still am flabbergasted at how crazy this has gone in the past week i'm still confused like i'm i'm legit confused like how did it how did we get here how did we get here off of a of oh. restaurant a restaurant closed down early alex is that is that worth a shutdown like a government shutdown yeah. I'm
2: well because see he said that they they told him that they were deep cleaning, but the doors okay. were wide open right so it could i mean you know how things go. If somebody is deep cleaning, they usually close the door and put the sign up, and they don't have people going out and getting ordered. So that was his thing. Like, what I see people still getting food. We just trying to eat. Like he kept right. reiterating that. Like we just trying to eat. I see people getting food. I sent my people in, and then as soon as they see me, now they want to now they want to fire up the the roasters. Now they, they want to give me my food, and so that was the thing people were saying.
1: So, like, but he did bring the point of like, hey, those people may have ordered already. Like he knew that because he said it. Because he said, oh, you know, there are people going in and getting their food. Like, you, and you can't believe that his family went in there, hey, can we places to go order? And they were like, nah, not y'all. But then other people came in and they left the place to go orders. It was very clear. It he, was, even
2: said it it. Was he didn't want to be treated differently. He didn't no, want, I, because, you're, because yes. you know, you have a relationship with the restaurant because yes. they said, we will now serve you after they initially told them no, he has this thing about, I don't want to accept that. Now, I don't know how long he's going to go do this. Right. Because as you know, as an influencer, you know, it's, if you go in a restaurant in Atlanta and you have a professional camera and you put it on a table, <laughs> the older, he pretty much go comp your food for you if you look a certain way. If you right. have this presence about you, it doesn't matter what you say or do. People are going to treat you. As geriatric millennials, a lot of us were raised like this. This is why we act this way. As a lot of people were raised like perception is everything, right? right. No matter what you say on social media, it don't matter what you think people should do, your grandma, your mama raised you to say, like, if you look a certain way, if you carry yourself a certain way, people going to treat you a certain way. They're going to treat you better.
1: I hear you, and,
2: and Keith Lee gotta understand you got millions. you have this power. People follow you like a prophet almost yeah, yeah. so you you can't <laughs> expect every restaurant to to either a recognize who you are. <laughs> Because right. remember they came out and they said some people said in the restaurant they didn't know who he was at first.
1: Correct, right, because I didn't. I mean, that, <laughs> right. Most, be real, just because he's popular on social media doesn't mean people in real life walking around know him.
2: So I do understand both sides. Like some people are saying, well, "Well, Keith, you can't expect you can't mark down a restaurant or say like put put a restaurant on blast because they they now what? wanted to treat you differently." That is just human nature.
1: A thousand percent. <laughs> but also, you know what? He might need to go back to just reviewing the food and not worry about reviewing the service. Because at this mm-hmm. point, now now he has even more people that now know who he was. Because I guarantee he probably got millions more followers just from this past week since he's been viral. I don't know if he's ever gone viral before. I've, again, I wasn't familiar with him. So I'm going to assume that he's never gone viral viral before. Now he's probably yeah, had really but- big videos. Like any particular video, is what I when I say viral, I mean like a particular video. Uh, it just seems like he just you know on TikTok he's gonna have a lot of followers. So this one seems like it's actually viral for real, and a lot of people are chiming in on it. But at this point, he might need to change his stance, and he might just have to do reviews on the actual food versus also doing reviews on the customer service somewhere. Because yeah, he, at this point, it's like people know who you are, unless you're just ordering takeout. But also, let's talk about it, okay? Black restaurants and takeout. <clears throat> <laughs> sometimes they order, sometimes they can take out orders. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes they're on Uber. Sometimes they're not. Now things change. Now, so I'll talk about part two. He went to Candy's restaurant. Olg, Olg, what is uh, Old Lady Gang? Right? Old Lady Gang has the worst reviews ever. Okay, my yeah. mother goes there. All, she my, for some reason <laughs> my mother loves to go every time she comes She wants to go to Old Lady Gang and she wants to go to a uh, Blaze other restaurant. All oh Lady. my god! And one time we went there she said her fried chicken was so bad she was like it's so hard it's, it seems like it's been sitting forever but she didn't complain to them about it but she did write a review she said it was so hard you know what i said i said well bring it home let's get it to bentley she's like i don't even want my granddog eating that that was what she her said. grand dog that's what she said about the chicken at candy's restaurant now if you look at the reviews of candy's restaurant the reviews are not great in general. Like they have been talked about so many times, but no one cares because it's Candy's restaurant, okay? They can have a two star. You, you know how many stories have gone about old lady games between people getting shot and people just so many things. People charge, they were charging for ice cubes. Remember, they were charging for ice cubes at Blaze? They got a charge yeah. on their bill for like $250 for <laughs> ice cubes. When we went to Blaze, my dad ordered a Long Island and they didn't have any Coke in Atlanta. They ran out of Coke. And then security was our drinks 30 minutes to bring yeah. us our drinks with only with only 10 people there alex there's only 10 people in the restaurant and it took you took you 10 minutes to get our drinks and then you ran out of coke like first of all i need to run over to cbs around the corner and go get some coke because this is atlanta this gives you, <sighs> and you you know this alex because you work in media how many times you've seen articles about candy's restaurant but anyway that's enough about that I'm just trying to say, I just want to give you a background of, they always have really bad reviews. It is bad negative press around the restaurants. Between yeah. People get, somebody got murdered. Somebody got shot. Like this, there's always bad press about Candy's restaurant. So he goes to Candy's restaurant. He has another issue. He goes in and his uh, he's trying to get a table. They say it's a two hour wait, which is always the case. The, the, lo- the main location, which is in an area called Casaberry Hill in Atlanta, always a very long wait because again, people are obsessed with, you know, celebrity owned restaurants. It's always exactly. a two hour wait. Apparently he, his, his family was told two hour wait and that they will not, they will not do takeouts. Um, they don't do takeouts on the weekend. And mm-hmm. he walks in and then he records and then they're like, Oh, we have a table that'll be available in five minutes. So again, going back to Alex, you know, mentioning he doesn't want special treatment, which he's going to have to get over if he wants to ever eat inside a restaurant ever again, he's going to have to, he, he has no choice but to get over it. If he ever wants to eat inside a restaurant and, the, and if he wants to eat in his car and wait to go all the way back home or to his hotel, if he's, you know, then he'll have to do that. So his beef was again, once again, well, I, he didn't like the idea that they were trying to give him a table and they bumped him up the list. And now all of a sudden they had space and like, Oh, you're next in the list. You know, but that's because somebody recognized him obviously he says, well, never mind I don't want to eat here. Okay. Boom. So Candy gives her nice little, quick little breeze over about why they don't do takeout orders. To me, it's a very legitimate answer. Candy says um, on the weekends, she prefers to uh, have priority for the people that are actually in the restaurant, which I wish a lot of my restaurants did this, actually. Um, priority on the people that are there, because I kind of get annoyed too when I see all these takeout orders and I'm like, I've been sitting here for 45 minutes. I could have ordered online and got my food quicker so i do appreciate that That's what from I mean. her, yeah i appreciate her response um again is that something for people to shut down atlanta over because they don't do takeout on the weekends like i need i need i need that i need people to like chill out about that like it's death to atlanta because this restaurant decides not to do takeouts on the weekend and because once again they bumped him up the list if if you are this this TikTok celebrity they're going to bump you up the list, period. They're just gonna bump you up the list. So the candy thing. Uh, what now, I will say I was I wasn't too mad at the old lady game because I'm like, again, it's not like people don't say this. So when people say, Oh, somebody finally said it, it's not somebody finally said it. Everybody that lives in Italy and has talked about certain restaurants. We've all talked about certain restaurants. Now, this is my beef with it, right? It's not my beef with him, it's my beef with like internet people who are like who follow folks and like are making death threats and stuff to people like to me even the whole backlash in general in the first place like y'all are that mad over the real milk and honey because they were shutting down early i get it that's not ideal especially if they if they're if they yelp says that they close at six and it's five o'clock and they're saying that they're closing down early because they need to do a deep clean and they're only they're, they're just finishing out their uh orders that have already been ordered that's one thing but to make it seem like ah oh, shut all of atlanta down Then uh, Cardi B mentioned that when she places order, like sometimes she has to name drop. okay. I
2: mean, that's Atlanta. We all (laughs) know that
1: at this point. Here's the thing. I don't think that's just Atlanta. That's my point. I don't think that's just Atlanta. I think that's any place when you have, I bet you that's a Houston, that's a Dallas, that's a Austin, that's a DC. All of these places, I have heard horror stories about things, so I just feel like it's kind of strange Again, I didn't hear any stories about roaches or rats running around a restaurant. That's what I'm saying. Now, however, I will say this. I know this. We give Black, rest, Black owned anything, Black owned businesses, a lot of grace. We know this. Because there's, you know, the brand that uh, had a bunch of orders and they couldn't fulfill the orders and people weren't getting their orders for three months. You know, that was a big story. <laughs> and guess what? Still thriving and surviving, okay? We give companies grace. We have had restaurants where somebody has called somebody the n-word that works there or something similar. A couple of weeks later, full restaurant again. Okay, these are things that happen. We give black restu- we give black businesses a lot of grace. So the one thing that I do understand is like we do give businesses too much grace. And if this was a white restaurant, would it? You know, if it was a white restaurant would we even be complaining? Would somebody even be complaining? Would somebody even do a video about it? Yes, probably so. But I think it's mm-hmm. different because the Black-owned restaurants, we don't do a lot of complaining because I'll be honest, I don't complain about Black businesses at all. I will never. But I don't complain about businesses in general because I, I have to assume maybe this is just my experience. And I don't think for me to do a whole video bashing a place. Now I'm not saying he was bashing them because again, his everything that he said didn't give me that he was bashing them. That's why I was so confused with like the backlash that came from it. I'm like, did I miss something where he talked about somebody threw something at him and a manager threw something at him? And then they uh and then they spit on him after and then they saw rats running around. I was like, did I miss something here? Because I'm I'm a bit confused. Like, what did I miss here? Again, I just think there was was more to
2: so you know they so basically the the dude. They were calling him the owner on there but he's like the chairman of milk and Mm -hmm. honey like they made a video and basically he he was just saying he don't know who keith lee is in the video
1: okay and then people
2: got mad because one of the employees who they came out said had no connection to milk and honey came out and called him the a-word
1: so okay so that but that but that wasn't a person connected then that's not an employee
2: well they came out finally at first, people were like, Where's their publicist? Where's their PR? Because right. they released the TikTok basically just like, Who is Keith Lee? Basically. Look, the
1: average person and is
2: a like- the person called him the A-word, and that's when people really were like, Oh, they deserve to get drunk.
1: Because A could be a hole. So no, I'm someone about to tell had- you. The- the comment said, uh, are y'all really gonna listen to an autistic person's food reviews? Now that person was not connected to the restaurant at all, by the way.
2: That's what they came out and said. Now, w- whether they were fired <laughs> after that and they distanced themselves, I don't know. Cause you know it's the internet. You just in real time, you don't know that's what people were saying. So people I don't even know. With how- it.
1: I don't know why people said that, that that they were connected because their comment didn't say, Hey, I'm an employee at R- the with and honey. So I'm like, did I miss something here?
2: Well, you know, it's part of the narrative. That's what this I mean- all that's what this is all about. This is all about people's feelings toward Atlanta. And when Keith Lee finally came here, they finally got to get their feelings out about how they feel about Atlanta. And for you know, Atlanta, for some reason, it gets the people going. People were just like, I don't like this, because you, you know, like all those videos that go viral. People like, I don't like the, the these restaurants in the hookah in the grass wall. See, you, if you came thought- to America and you had never been to Atlanta, you would think every single restaurant in Atlanta has a grass wall. Every well, single well, restaurant well, has neon letters.
1: Yes, I hear you, but I, I just I just don't think it's just straight up Atlanta, like it's Chicago black owned restaurants. it's New York black owned restaurants. it's Houston Black owned restaurants. I think they're putting like a bad name on Atlanta for no reason because all of these places Houston Turkey leg Hut charging a twenty dollar reservation fee per person yeah.
2: like that I hear,
1: I hear you, but
2: I'm saying he has been to other places. It's just when he came to Atlanta, people couldn't wait to dump all Atlanta couldn't yeah, wait. because his people reviews about weights. They couldn't wait to, even Cardi B. Cardi B is lives in LA now, right? She's back and forth. LA, mm-hmm. Atlanta, LA, Atlanta. She couldn't wait. How? was the last time Cardi Cardi B been around the world. <clears throat> she's been to every bad restaurant, every good restaurant. She, she's international. She is a superstar. But when it came to Atlanta, <laughs> she, she was like, you can't do this. You can't do that. And like, this is from hear- Either way, Cardi, you never go have a problem with food. That's why she said she name drops.
1: You don't have no problems. You good. Well, also, let's let's talk about Atlanta versus LA. Atlanta has a ton of black-owned restaurants. LA does not, in comparison. Okay, you know that her living in LA, you know where she's eating. You know where she's ordering food from. She's ordering food from the high-end, nice Nobu's and the the Nobu types of restaurants. She's not ordering yeah. from Boo Boo's Chicken Shack when she's in LA. Now, when she's in Atlanta, she is ordering from Boo Boo's Chicken Shack because she wants right. that that lemon pepper wet from Boo Boo's Chicken exactly. Shack. She's not yes. doing that in LA. So she can't even exactly. really... She, what she's speaking on is she's comparing it. It's like you cannot compare it to... You definitely can't compare it to LA. But I just don't think it's any different. My only point is I don't think Atlanta is any different from any other major city with a lot of Black people when it comes to Black restaurants with the you know, like, for example, I saw the list for the Milk and Honey, and people were mad at the the rules, right? The rules said, hey, we don't have a seating area. We don't have a waiting area. They don't. So it was actually a cute and sassy. To me, it was cute. It was like, we don't have a waiting area, so you can go in your car. Then there was one that says, we don't do reservations unless you're Barack Obama. I thought that was funny. I, I'm like, is that horrible? Then it yeah. was one... I, no, it's not. If they
2: don't do reservations, they don't do See, that's the problem with the internet. We say this every week. You, It's taken out of context, right? What, Based on that? the clientele that goes there. As you know, as a person who's been there a million times, the clientele yes. that goes there gets it. But right. when you take that, it's like Reddit. When you take Milk and um, Honey... Yeah, if you take like something meant for like mostly black audience, mostly yes. black older audience, you take right. that, you put it on Reddit and now you have dude bros like, oh man, this is like, this is horrible <laughs> service. Barack right. Obama. And it so was, now was, you got all these people on the internet it
1: dragging was this place. It wasn't even for you in the first place. To me, it was funny. You're not going like- there. We that too, like we don't take reservations unless you're Barack Obama, I'm sorry I thought that that was funny, I thought it was funny, like there you know, there are certain restaurants that I have not been to in Atlanta just because like they're a little too popping, and I have a feeling that they're probably going to be very lackluster in the service and the food and stuff like that, like there, there's so much going on, but I'm like this, okay, I do like the real milk and honey, everybody knows I love the real milk and honey I love their food I know the old owners. I know the old owners, not these I owners. I, I don't know who
3: owns
2: it.
1: Um, I go to both locations. So let me tell you something: those lines are going to be back long next week. <laughs> they are because, again, what what was something else that was on this list uh, aside from Barack Obama? Um, uh,
2: the Atlanta Breakfast Club.
1: Oh no, 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 no! But get, hold on, let me say one more thing, and you have a table limit. People get mad at table limits, but you have to at brunch spots, especially because you got to get people in and out. You can, especially when I say they always have a line, there is always like 40 people on the waiting list sitting outside to eat at milk and honey. So the whole table limit is perfect. That is actually fairly normal these days to have a table limit for that. And then also during games, like if it's a football game, basketball game, because they don't want people sitting there all day ordering water. So, okay, that's all. I just wanted to add that because I'm like, you know what? That was a good one. Like they're acting like these rules are like, I don't know. They're acting like these rules are like so, I don't know, abnormal. But again, you know, one friend said, oh, it's it's such a ghetto list. And I said, you know, when people have lists like that, it's because somebody came in and violated it. And that's why they have it on the list. Same thing with the braiders and stuff. You know, everybody talks about the hairstylist in Atlanta, how you have the 40 rules and come with your hair pre-washed, come with it pre-braided already. I'm just going to braid the end, whatever, you know, they have all their rules. The only reason why they come up with these to us sound crazy rules is because somebody tried it before. Like, that's why. So I'm like, if they have a list about, hey, you know, we don't have space in here, so don't be trying to sit up in here and you know, you're taking out, taking over. Every rule is usually because somebody violated them and they're like, you know what, we need to write this down because clearly they're I not- know, actually,
2: I, I don't know, I don't which, know. Which,
1: which, which, rule, was, which what rule are you against? Tell
2: me which rule. Well, it said you they couldn't see more than
1: four five
2: people. people. Four people, but good. then it was it was like a misprint on there because they were like you get they are gonna put gratuity on a party of more than four, right? Oh, but they couldn't be so over five. <laughs> I
1: like so people were like, "What does that mean?" So I, mean, I know a lot. Let me tell you, if you want a Black person to curse out a restaurant, do automatic gratuity. I swear, Black people hate automatic gratuity, but that's because they don't tip. Ooh, that's because no. they don't tip. You know, I look, at, as someone who's worked at several restaurants, the reason I'm why it's, and it's mostly Black restaurants that, that add the gratuity. You notice that. Nobu is not adding gratuity. They would never. Nobu would never pre-add gratuity.
2: But a lot of people in Atlanta have been doing that. A lot of people have been adding that automatic 20%. And I I
1: don't have a problem with it because I know that us, I know that we don't, don't like the tip because we think, well, they just need to get a better job. Then they should just get a job and make (laughs) every time I hear that rebuttal, I cringe. Every time I hear a black person when they don't want to tip or they don't want to tip well, well, they just, that's not my fault that they picked this job. I hate that rebuttal, but So like a thing like that, I know black people hate. If you want to make a black person upset, add Gratuity automatically. Oh, they hate it. Cause they wanted to leave their 5%. They wanted to leave their 20 cents.
2: But see the thing is, I've been to trendy restaurants who say that, who have like real quirky menus where they say, well, if you want to order a steak well done, order chicken. Like Uh we don't cook steaks well done, but we don't cook, we don't do this. And some yeah. of these restaurants, like you know, they don't do modifications now. Yeah, and then you can't right? send the food back. You can't send the food back. You got to pay for the food. No modifications. No, if your party's not here, <laughs> if you got a birthday dinner, you know you love your birthday dinners out here. Yep. If you got 10 people and you only got no, five people, you ain't getting sit- seated until your five people get here. Fair. And so people like we say, people on the internet, we already know lack of accountability or just lack any semblance of like being an adult most of the time. So it's like they will blame the rest of the They will say, they will say, Yes, I was two hours late. And we 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 know someone like this. We go, yes, I was two hours late, but but this is a cheesecake factory girl. She said, Yes, I was an hour late and we missed our reservation. But, but it's like, uh-uh. but, but ma'am, you're late. So it's like, You're late, but you're still gonna drag the restaurant because it's your birthday and because they didn't accommodate you.
1: Yes, they will. So now exactly. you're
2: gonna mark the restaurant down because they yes. didn't accommodate you.
1: And because they didn't let you split checks with everybody. Because they didn't let you do separate checks. Yes, you are. And because that's you how, wanted to how...
2: sit there for three hours. And somebody said, well, y'all sat there for three hours and they said it was time to go. Did y'all order anything? People are going to be like, no. But yep. I should be able to sit here as long as I want. It's like, that is the entitlement <laughs> online. Like, Did you order Like,
1: like they're in Did their you the waitress? <laughs> and, no, and I same, don't have to tip. Those same people that are sitting there for hours are the ones that are literally going to give like 10% tip if that. And 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 they're going to be like, oh, all they brought, all they did was bring the food out. They didn't do anything. I didn't even see them for five minutes. Like you see they have 10 other tables and they wanted, They're trying to turn over these tables, but you're still here. Still here getting you. You just want more water, more water, more water, more water for you to give $2 tip. Like, no, I, so I'm very sensitive about that.
2: You're not tipping I- to the relation of what you're asking for. Nine
1: times out of ten. Look, I have seen people run waitresses and waiters ragged. Okay, like run them to the ground to give them two dollars. Like you literally, because apparently you don't have water at home. You literally drank twelve glasses of water. She, this lady, came back twelve times to refill your water, and you're gonna give this lady two dollars, and you ask asking her every two minutes for some more water because you're that thirsty. And you're, and people have the nerve to say like, oh, well, all they did was do this. Oh, well, they just, oh, child. They're like, ugh. all I'm saying is like, what? <sighs> when it comes to restaurants and stuff, like, let's get on to like, I just think this is normal for like restaurants to close a little early, for the rules to change. The rules can change the moment of, Uh, one thing that I was talking about with my friend, Jamaican restaurants, this Jamaican restaurants and spots in the hood. You know you're going to get good food there, but you're going to get bad service. And again, I do hate to say, oh, we give Black businesses a lot of grace. We do. But you know, when it comes to good food, <laughs> let's, let's be real. Do we care about the bad service? Do we care that grandma is yelling at us at the front counter because we're holding up the line because we don't know what we want yet? Do we care if the food is that good?
2: I mean, uh, uh, for the non-Black folks listening to this, that this is a rule of the Black community. Like since for the longest time. If the service is good at a Jamaican restaurant, the food is trash. I want right. to be treated like a degenerate. Treat me terribly. Don't speak to yes. me. When I come in, stare at me for 15 seconds. seconds. And
1: so you see exactly. Or be <laughs> rude me. Stare at me
2: with the pad in your head. And then when I say, you ready? They're going to be like, yeah. I'm waiting on right. you. See, when exactly. you do that, <laughs> I know immediately that the food is slapping.
1: And
2: then they're going to be out of things. They're going
1: to be out.
2: There's a place place in Atlanta. I won't say it.
1: You mean every restaurant? Go ahead.
2: There's a specific place. I was talking to somebody about this. There's a specific place in the food court or food situation in Atlanta. They never have two things at the same time. If they got oxtail, we don't have jerk chicken. If they got jerk chicken, they ain't got oxtail
1: milk no cereal cereal no they milk. ain't never got me none had that we don't have it so, so this a it is thing it's so is normal, normal.
2: Look, it's normal but it's actually it's not good <laughs> I, think, I think a lot of people got realize it's reality like no it's matter reality. what you say or what you do it is reality my grandma used to own a restaurant and she just different she's southern A restaurant in the country and see she treated everybody the same. And see, but that's not how things are anymore. A lot of people who who had this feeling like Keith Lee, which is idealist, that I should come in, everybody who comes in should be treated the same. I mean, the world hasn't been like that in the last what since I've been alive. We have oh. been asking, people died for this, and it's yeah. still if, if Lexi come in. And she got her her baddie outfit on. And
1: she, I'm she service. better service than somebody else. I and might. It's just life. It, it really is. Like, I mean, if Kelly Rowland walks into a restaurant, let's please not expect. Like, is somebody going to get mad because like you bumped Kelly Rowland up ahead of me? I'm going to write a review about it. Like, no one's. Gonna, yeah. Like. Yeah, yeah. Because
2: we have all of these shows now. What's the show? The the hidden boss. Like we have shows and yeah. in, in, in candid cameras and, and all of yeah. these things where people want to expose people for treating other people differently. I honestly just being a realist a lot of the time don't expect to be treated like Kelly Rowland, or if the rock walks in your establishment. I don't expect to be treated like is, DeAndre. I'm sorry. Right. right. I just I just feel like you hope. A lot of us who go to these restaurants, we just hope for for decent service. You just hope to be treated at least decently. Get your food. It's hot. It's good. You enjoyed it. And you keep it moving. I don't hope to be treated exactly like the white women who just left or Barack Obama. I don't expect to be treated like people who they got on the wall.
1: No, I do expect to be treated as well as the white women. I do. Not, Not Barack Obama, no. I don't expect to be treated better than Barack Obama, but I expect to be treated on the same level as other people. But however, I do understand Barack Obama just walked up in here. He's gonna get his food before I get my food, even though I ordered thirty minutes before him. Like that's just that's what I'm saying. Like,
2: I mean, yeah. I mean expectations though. Like I, I just want basic. I never compare myself. I just want basic treatment. But see, even so at do- the bar. Like, yeah. I noticed this. There's a lot of people who don't tip at the bar, right? So they get what? looked over by the bartender. A, oh. You know, like, people get the drink, and then they're just like, thank you. And then other people who are tipping actively, have yeah. they get the drinks, and people get upset. Like, why are you not? Why? Because you're oh. not tipping actively.
1: Right. Like, I gave her an extra $20 early on, so she... Yeah, like,
2: I said to... Talk, even when, you know, when the like we go to events, and they had a waitress, waitress comes up to you personally, Yep. And then starts bringing you drinks personally because you start tipping it. A lot of people just don't understand service industry dynamics.
1: They don't.
2: And a lot of people on social media ain't gonna pay gratuity in no way. So I don't even be paying no attention because I What's we gratuity? had a co-worker
1: <laughs> They not paying no tip. Yeah. It, yes, that refused to tip. I went out with this one one friend who I haven't seen in a while, but like, this girl is so bougie. Okay. So I just knew like she ended up using like her company card or something. I knew that she was going to tip really well. We went to STK Chow. If, you, if you've never heard of STK, it's in a lot of major cities. It's a really fancy, like a trendy kind of fancy steak restaurant. Not like fancy as in like white linen tablecloth, but like one of those trendy New York type of restaurants. So we have one in Atlanta. She ordered, She's like, oh, I got us. I'm using my company card. When I saw that her tip was like, not even ten percent, I cringed. I cringe, and I left more money. Oh, I'm the person that will leave more money. If you say that you're paying and I see that you left a bad tip, I'm going to give the additional money because that's i I'm embarrassed now, But she used her company card and then tips like five dollars and it was like a hundred some dollar bill. She didn't even not even ten percent, and I just like, who raised you like. And this is a bougie person. That's what's so funny about it is that she's actually really bougie. And so I was really shocked. Like, wow. Like, I was very shocked that she didn't tip a full. I was extremely shocked. That's what I'm saying. Folks, the people that you expect to tip really well. Oh, and then when, when I was working at California Pizza Kitchen, this lady comes in who used to be married to somebody really popular. And she used to be very popular herself. She used to be in the entertainment space. Like, you'll know exactly what, what I tell you later. This lady. Again, comes off like she has money. She's married to this guy, had multiple kids. I knew her from back in the day. She comes in. She she leaves cash at this time. At this time, people were still using cash a lot. Do you know when I opened up, she was like, she said sorry before she left. And I should have known. In my head, sorry meant like I didn't have a lot of extra cash to give you. Like to me, sorry meant I didn't have a lot of extra cash. So like maybe the tip isn't as great as it should be. I opened that thing up, Alex. It wasn't even the amount of the food. So I had to pay for the extra. And this is a person that I thought was rich because of her bags and who her husband was
2: Mm.
1: and who she was. Mm. And I know her. And when she said sorry before she left and then she walked out because she left the cash and the thing, she was with another lady. And I was like, so not even did you not, not that you didn't tip me well, but you didn't even give me the full amount. Now that's a different story. But I'm just giving that as an example. Folks, do not tip, and we need to we need to get that together. And also, even though this is uh, different than what I've been saying, I do feel like we do give black businesses too much grace. However, I still feel like we're taking this video. And we're trying to condemn all of like, ah, that's Atlanta restaurants when we're on par with everybody else. Yes, we all have the grass walls. We all have lamb chops. Lamb chops are sold at 7-Eleven here. OK, like, we you know, we don't have 7-Elevens or lamb chops at 7-Elevens. But I'm just saying, like, it's it's the same in major Blacks, in major cities, or any place of Black businesses. You mean to tell me that in Charleston, South Carolina or a random town, North Carolina, that that Black restaurant that's supposed to be up until 7, that they don't close at 6 sometimes?
2: Yeah, but this, that's that's what I'm telling you. It's not Atlanta. It's not sex. You know, that's why, see, we talked about earlier how Atlanta had lost its, it had lost its allure. Yeah, yeah, it but has. this past week, yeah, it still got a little bit of glimmer. It still got a little bit of like that. It's, it's almost like how the Dallas Cowboys have this allure, how everyone just loves when they lose. Everyone yeah. loves to hate them. New yes. York Yankees, everyone loves when they're down. Yep. Even LeBron, everyone loves when he gets embarrassed, when he loses. I feel like Atlanta has that same thing, where it's like, we just yeah. love You're to right. see y'all. We love to see y'all suffer. We love right. to see y'all have these events, and we get to laugh at y'all. Remember when it snowed? Remember that time when, it, when Atlanta shut down because it snowed?
1: Oh, and then we everybody y'all,
2: made Y'all oh, had like...
1: And don't remember remind how people me. acted. Snowmageddon? Oh, don't remind me, child. Yeah, people, people do. They love to hate Atlanta. I will say that. They love to hate Atlanta. They love to like anytime Atlanta is down, they do love. You're right about that. Now that I think about it, they love people love to hate Atlanta. That's, that's
2: what it really is. Like, yeah, everyone has black-owned restaurants that. It'd be like 2 35 in a day, and you got a sign like we'll be back <laughs> whenever. You, you, know. you go there, and they don't have they don't have nothing on the menu. They ran they, out of you, you, Yeah, you go to the chickens place, they ain't got chicken, but they got shrimp.
1: Right. They so, got it's like,
2: so I see mm-hmm. it in people's eyes. It just I could just feel it. I could just feel even even certain celebrities get this. I could just feel it in their just soul. I want to drag Atlanta. And now Keith Lee has opened up the door. Yeah. And I feel like Drake is like this too now. It's Uh risen to the point where it's like, I want to drag Drake now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Because remember the last album, I'm like telling people, I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that bad. I don't think it's that trash. Like it got songs because, you know, we pay for streaming services. I put the songs I like. Right on my little like list, and I just keep it moving. I don't just yeah. listen; I'll be like, "Oh, it's terrible."
1: He ain't got songs I like.
2: So Atlanta Drake, <laughs> you're right. LeBron,
1: you're right. People, people are gonna want to hate. And the funny thing about the Atlanta hate is like, it's really it's people that lived here though. It's the people that like when they visit. They're like, "Oh, Atlanta, like you love it," and that's why you come here to visit. That is exactly where you come here to visit. Child. Yeah, like let you me want to be here. Here. You, in,
2: and see the, the the other thing that we did talk about is like this double standard mm-hmm. that you you are holding Keith Lee, just saying he should, you know, accept this treatment, and a lot of people in Atlanta feel like they should be treated like Keith Lee, and that's a whole other that's a whole other issue. You yeah. feel like you should get that treatment, but then you don't want to tip, but then you want to hold the restaurant hostage. And not really pay for what you are asking for. for Some the of these rappers. patients. You want to mm-hmm. have your album release party there, but you don't want to tip nobody. But you don't want to pay everybody. But they're supposed to be paid. Free. You, you want to get exactly. you want to you want to comp. Comp,
1: comp, comp, comp. Yeah. Atlanta's so I'm full like of and
2: Keith Lee, But it's like a lot of people in Atlanta want to be celebrities. Yeah. You want Atlanta- that same treatment.
1: Everybody's so you're telling
2: happy. him he should turn down the treatment, but that's what you 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 act like that because you got a few thousand, hundred thousand followers. Right. A lot of people act like that, so it's like I don't understand. I just feel like it's unfair. I yes. feel like a lot of people in this in this city don't realize how badly they do treat people at like black-owned businesses, which then creates this cycle of I don't really care about this job anymore.
1: Right. Because and I I'm, I'm, think we're not
2: talking about a lot of the real reasons why a lot of black businesses are the way that they are. A lot of black great friends, aunties, some in my family are extremely, extremely, extremely particular about yes. soup, yes. about biscuits, about yes. grits. The grits are not grittily enough, the butter isn't buttery enough. Yes. We don't see on social media. We don't tell the truth. We're not being
1: honest. But the aunties and the grandmas that do all that complaining and make you send it back three times, guess what? When that tip comes, they're going to tip you ten percent. So all that extra work, and that's why, like you said, these waitresses and these waiters at places, they have these attitudes now because they're so used to running themselves to the ground and sweating, running around, sweating for you and bringing your food back three and four times because it's not to your liking. Just for you to leave her three dollars, and that is the that is the reason why a lot of these places their customer service isn't the best because they know, hey, I'm not gonna get good, I'm not gonna get a good tip, so I'm not about to run myself, run myself ragged. No, so yeah. I tip everybody well, and like like I've never had a server that was just that horrible. Um, anytime it's been a quote unquote horrible service, it's because the the waiter or waitress was overwhelmed, and I understand that as someone who has worked at several restaurants and who's a bottle service girl on the weekend, <laughs> just kidding about bottle service on the weekend, but I have worked at several <laughs> restaurants. And as someone who has worked at several restaurants, trust me when I say they are very stressful, especially, ooh, child, I can't even imagine all black people asking for lamb chops and asking for to take a picture of them by the, oh. I can't even imagine if I were a waitress today at a spot where people are going because again, we're going back to the people that complain all the time and complain, 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 send stuff back a million times because they don't know what type of wine they really want, or they don't they want to eat their well done steak or whatever.
3: McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on them at crispy, juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing.
0: learn more about cascali ribocyclob 200 milligrams at k-i-s-q-a-l-i.com and talk to your doctor to see if cascali is right for you so long live singing to the oldies jamming out to something new and everything in between
1: and it's a smidge pink right all of these things and then you're going to give me two dollars and you really think so ask someone who has worked at restaurants before I am very pro restaurant side because I don't think people realize that people get overwhelmed at restaurants because imagine just if you have one table that was like that, that's still a lot. But in today's time, I see it all the time. You're going to have three tables at a time of people that are like, I want this and I want that. I want this. Can you make this? Like we don't have it. Well, I want this. I mean, I've heard people in their like their requests and I can only imagine if I was a, a waitress today I would quit immediately i would have to walk out because i've heard people and people yes. that i go with,
2: and nothing against black folks you know we love our people we, as you know we always talk about it but i do think some people got to understand exactly what they want before they get there and it's salmon is one of those yeah. things like every time i go there every time i'm in a restaurant i see somebody arguing about salmon because they done ordered it medium and they say it is too it's too rare in the middle and it's just like we, we got I to understand what, like what do we want the steak i was with somebody and she said the steak was too rare it was perfectly medium i actually told him i'll to take her steak it was juice it was perfect she said it was undercooked
1: oh my gosh so
2: remember the movie ryan reynolds waiting <laughs> waiting is, classic waiting is- it has a sequel that's what, yeah. that's what really was just like, once I saw that movie, ever since I've seen Waiting, I have never said anything back. Because <laughs> I imagine you kicking your steak around on that ground like a soccer ball.
1: <laughs> yes, for reference on Waiting, you get to see all the shenanigans. Actually, the restaurant, the funny thing was, the restaurant was called Shenanigans. But you get to see all the shenanigans in the kitchen. When people are sending stuff back or people have an attitude, they literally might, like, put a steak in their pants, let it marinate for a little bit, and then take it out and then put it back on the plate, the exact same steak. So it just shows you, like, what could possibly happen, like, when you get an attitude or when you do something, I mean, spitting in your – whatever it is. There's so many different things. And that so that was waiting. So, yeah, I don't – I'm very – very, very like if I complain about my food, it's because I really just something is wrong with it. I really just don't like it. But just because my taste buds don't happen to like it. I don't think that's a good enough reason personally, but that's just me. But again, as somebody that worked from a rep for a restaurant, just just to say you don't like something. Like, what don't you like about it is it, it? Now, I can see if it's like, oh, it's too salty, but not like, oh, I just don't like it. And you don't have like an actual thing just because it just doesn't fit your taste. buds. I'm not sending something back just because I don't think it tastes great. Unless it was something like, hey, y'all didn't say that it had all these spices in it and and my mouth is burning and it's some jerk stuff. You know, it had to be something that was wrong with it, that wasn't presented, you know?
2: That's the line. Why don't people understand this line? The line between I don't, I didn't like my choice.
1: (laughs) I didn't like my choice.
2: (laughs) I didn't like my choice. Right. Versus I do, the food is not prepared in the way that it's supposed to be prepared. Why don't people... People have been not understanding that for the longest child.
1: time. Child.
2: Clearly, By we exactly can talk about that. spicy sauce. If you don't like spicy food and you get it coated in the sauce... Child. You can't just tell them, I don't like it. you That's what your choice is. Next time, you get what you
1: usually get. Exactly. I, the, I don't like it, people. I'm like... And then they have to talk... They have to call the manager out, child. Anyway, look. We can talk about this forever. Clearly, clearly we got to go because it is Halloween night. (laughs) But yeah, the moral to my story is I'm still going to all of these restaurants because it just is what it is. And they have good food. And if they close down early, okay, I'm not condemning them for the rest of their lives because they shut down early for whatever reason. It doesn't matter. Like, unless I drove 10 hours to get there, just specifically for that place, I'm not about to be crying about it. And I'm not saying he cried or anybody else. Well, everybody else is crying for him because he's not crying about it, but everybody else is crying for it. I'm not crying about because I couldn't get to a restaurant because they have a two hour wait. I'm not crying because I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, he wasn't he wasn't making that big of a deal about it. But everybody else is the end all be all child. But. Anyway, we'll be back next week. Uh, Alex, what black restaurant are you going to? Support black businesses.
2: I mean, support black businesses, Milk and Honey, Jamaican uh, Me Crazy, Down the Street, they got Bogo, Jerk Chicken, Back of Cheese, Greens. If you live okay. in Atlanta area, you know, me and Lexi, we, that's what I, I need to tell people. Just manage your expectations. No... What the restaurant does well and what they don't do well, and then take out yep. when I was talking to the people across the street, they told me that they took some things off the takeout menu because when they delivered it, when people get there late, their little crab claws is cold. So, right. what's the point of having it on the menu? See, it's like little if you actually talk to people, right? And it, there's nuances and everything, it's like so many people just they to go in a the restaurant, they don't. I actually, talk to the people. They don't know what's really going on. So just do one. That's, so, right. that's mm-hmm. why I know they don't do takeout orders. Because a lot of things you be ordering, you don't get there when it's supposed to be picked up. You get there, your chicken yep. cold. Now you want them to remake it. You now got, we fighting you- in the front because you done yep. got there an hour late. So
1: yep. that's why a lot of restaurants don't do takeout. Ding, ding, Hello. ding. Hello. <laughs> Look, we're, we're, we're giving you all the gems about these restaurants, 100%. You order the little
2: a- fried lobster, you get there, the lobster cold.
1: The lobster cold I don't want to just-
2: speak to the manager. The manager says, ma'am, this has been sitting here for 45 minutes. Right. You had your time, was your time was texted to you. Well, I got kids. Yes. I got the now Hello. y'all fighting. <laughs> so now Hello. the manager says, What does the manager do? Common sense. No takeout orders. Come in. Yeah. Get, get your fried lobster. Fresh, as, soon, no,
1: as soon as it comes off the, as soon as it comes out the grease. That's ding, what? ding, ding! Was do people say that on social media? Nah, no, nah. nope, nah. no nope. But but well,
2: yeah, to- be crazy. Milk and honey, if you like. The Grill Village is still Apartment Phobe. Huh? Bell and Lilies. so I, a yes. Of- a, that's the thing. It's a lot of great black-owned restaurants in Atlanta who actually have great customer service, like Apartment Phobe. Yes. Like and, I've never um, had a their service is amazing, actually. But you know.
1: Yeah, they are. And Rocksteady. I like Rocksteady. Right yes.
2: I think. Yeah, and Retro Grill are favorite. They Ooh, never Retro have let me
1: grill. down. Yes, they have not let me down. Even even it that's a good example of a place that sometimes has a long wait, but you know, when it tastes good, it doesn't matter. That's a you good are, example.
2: You know, when you order, the wait is gonna be forty-five to an hour and a half at Retro Yo. Grill.
1: I know it's after our time, but how come nobody used to complain about slutty vegan when they used to, remember back uh, in the I, day, when
2: I, to, I, I skipped over that, but
1: no one, complained. no one, I used to complain. I'm like, especially cause I used to go back in the day when they were at a shared kitchen up North and I used to order via DM and go up there. And then once they got the food trucks and they got the first location in the line it would take two hours to get a slutty vegan burger, no one complains, no one complains. No. Nobody she complained say, about you know, she had hours. a
2: system that did not it just couldn't it couldn't take all the orders at the same time, so you just had to wait in line.
1: But Alex, here's the other crazy thing: you might wait in, two, in line two hours and then they might be sold out before you get there. And you've already waited for two hours. Where is that outrage? But no, 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 Pinky slander, but you know what I'm saying. But that my point is just <laughs> we love
2: you, Pinky. <laughs> we you. See my you were your first customers, actually. We were her first I, two customers. No,
1: I Literally. was her first. Like, no, I used to go. Before you even knew about it, like when she was in the share in the ghost kitchen, way up north, like North, not North Jewett Hills, but way up north. Yeah, like, you were her
2: first customer and I was her seventh.
1: Yes. <laughs> Literally. You, yes. You know how I found out about it? Shad, Shaw Santiago. Shaw Santiago had it. And I was like, oh, I want to go. Literally drove all the way up there, ordered via DM. I get there. Well, anyway, we're not even going to get it But my point is, because child, we over time, we over time. We overtime my point is there was no outrage about that and so now it's outraged because oh candy has a two hour wait candy always has a two hour wait everybody wants the dry chicken okay like you know i, you, I, don't, I it's
2: don't i don't candy. need, need it so, remember it's ask candy. yourself is this person unfairly judged or slanted on social media and that'll tell you which side people are on
1: Ciao. yes. Yeah. We'll be back next week, y'all, because I know we have talked. We have talked. Message. This. We shall be back. Let
2: Michelle Obama had y'all waiting in line for two hours.
1: Grace, Grace, uh, Grace. <laughs> like, you know, First lady, I was out here. I'm writing a bad review. <laughs> like no, but no, and and shout out to Keith Lee. Like I said, I um I still didn't follow him though because again, you, you know what's interesting. Oh that again, I don't want to get into too long. But I did find a restaurant that's around my way. I like um I like different types of food reviews and I like food reviews that are local. So I prefer local food reviewers because it doesn't make sense for me to follow somebody who's in North Carolina, Jersey, Florida, Alabama when I live here. So I prefer to follow people that are local. So I don't really have an interest in it. Um I don't have an interest in because for me to follow somebody has to be like a true interest of I can benefit from this, but I don't really. A, a restaurant that you went to in Topeka, Kansas doesn't excite me because I'm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like I like yeah, local yeah. I like local food reviewers. So I can actually see what's coming up. Okay. Sorry. I know I'm going to keep going on a tangent, but we'll be back no, next yeah. week.
2: And shout out to Keith Lee, who went to Juicy Jerk. That is a restaurant he actually really, really loved. And now they line is, went from two people to the line is around the block through the Never- gas station
1: never heard
2: of it. Yes. But. Yeah, Juicy Jerk was the one that, see, we got to have balance. So if you're in Atlanta, Juicy Jerk is not like the hottest Jamaican restaurant. That's Keith Lee's. That's his impact. Now, like she okay. said, Milk and Honey might have a lull for a few days while they and a PR released the whole statement and now they're going to have people come to the restaurant, free champagne <laughs> to come free and champagne? meet the pyramid. Yeah, they, they trying to do damage control. But... uh Juicy
1: town. Jerk. You want to wait live gonna...
2: for some good sugar food. Juicy Jerk, Keith Lee, was like smacking his lips, his that. fingers. Yeah. The,
1: the name sounds interesting. I shall try it out. But...
2: Yeah. Okay. You well,
1: gonna... Make sure you uh, subscribe and make sure you follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And we'll be back next week. Oh, and I'm Lexi with the curls. At Lexi, L-E-X-I with the curls. <laughs> and
2: and you I'm along. Alejandro
1: Iglesias
2: underscore Ignatius yes yeah, yeah. all
1: right we out